Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you live from EmoSocialClub.tv. I am Brian. And I'm Lizzie. The Emo Social Club podcast, though we're thinking about rebranding to the Emo Social Club podcast <laughs> uh, based on our penchant for cowboy hats. Uh, but this is the podcast about music, bad music, rad bands, cool people, music news, all that good stuff. Everything in between. It's all you want and could ask for, honestly. Nice people and, you know, good vibes. Chill yeah. vibes. Yeah. With the, with the twang and the steel pedal guitar randomly thrown in. You know, being sad in my pickup truck with my sad PBR. Sad PBR. And my, my skull belt buckle. <laughs> this episode is with our new friend, Tyler of Youth Fountain. Uh... It's a really good chat, guys. It's really fun. Um, music is really good. We, uh, I was not a fan before we booked this episode, but I had to tell him like before we even started recording is like, dude, the music is so fucking good. Like, I'm just a big fan of it. Um, so we stand by the music and we stand by the interview. Yeah, we love having. Listen, the only way we can get Brian to listen to new music is if. We are booking these bands that I tell him you need to listen to at least like three singles from them. Or I send it to him and say, this hits, please, please listen to it. Yeah. If, yeah. You, if you say it that way, like this hits, I'll listen. Because like, Literally, I only it listen is the, to bops that hit now. You know? It is the simplest thing. You don't need to give him a pitchfork explanation. Just no. literally say, this hits, this smacks, this slaps. Mm-hmm. It has to be a and violent hit with the hand and it must bop. <laughs> And if I can vibe to it, that'd be cool too. So anyway, all of of that is true about Youth Fountain. All of that is. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, hang out for that. We'll get to that in just one minute. But before we get there, if you like this episode, if you like any other of our episodes, if you like this episode, (laughs) if you like any of our other episodes, uh, why not hit us with that subscribe? Why not hit us with that follow? Why not hit us with a like? Why not hit us with with a a review? review? Yeah, why not just hit us with something to let us know you liked it? Because you should, that's how we You grow. should give us a review for us just being able to say review at the same time, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. That takes skill. It's our minds, our, our energy. Support our skills. Support the skills of you, Fountain, if you like this episode, yes. because that will also help to put that into new people's ears. So, you know, just help us out. Give us that Give us that uh, 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 reassurance. <laughs> And also what you can also do to help us out and to help out your fashion sense is to grab some merch. We have our summer merch drop. It is in my house. If you order it literally any time of day, <laughs> it will be packages shipped out same day or the following morning. I thought you were about to say like, it's in my house. Just come get it. Like, no, oh God, that's, that's do horrifying. not. No, oh, there's always at least one other person in my house with me. Okay. So. Yeah, but it shouldn't be a random stranger looking no, for a absolutely. t-shirt. No, no, there's, Please there's order from our website. many other people in my house that are not random strangers, but you can order from our site and you can get a tank top. You can be fashionable. Um, if you order this like right now and it is 5 a.m. when this podcast gets posted, 
and I wake up at 10 a.m. and I see that you have ordered a shirt, I will run out and package it and send it out before I have to start working the afternoon. And it should maybe get to you before Lollapalooza weekend. Yeah, could be you. It could be, could you. be you. You could be fashionable and even an emo social club new metal shirt. You can be the coolest yeah. kid at the Limp Biscuit pit with Brian. Yeah, I'm actually wearing it in a YouTube video. You, uh, if you go yeah. to our YouTube, you can see uh, me wearing our shirt. Uh, you can find us on emo social club. <laughs> <laughs> what's the What's the phrase I'm trying to say? You can find us on YouTube at emo social club. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on uh, TikTok. TikTok and Twitter at X emo social club X. Everybody's been posting their Facebook and I'm like, I still just don't, we're not Listen, on Facebook. We're really, really not on Facebook. If you go there, you'll see us just put like our general stuff, but just we're not. Updates. Yeah. It's not anything crazy. I feel like that's how a lot of people operate nowadays. Yeah. It's a landing pad. If you say, oh, hey, I found out about this band. But if you are, you know, conscious about how many people you follow on like Twitter and Instagram, which I know I have some friends who are like that. You can always just like it on Facebook and then you'll see it and it'll remind you whatever works for you. Uh, but we're more active on TikTok and like Instagram and Twitter. A hundred percent. Also on TikTok, our shirts are not cropped, but if you like cropped, I did a DIY tutorial on how to make <laughs> it cropped. Um, so there's that for you and your viewing. For your viewing pleasures. Uh, you can also join our Discord. We had a little meme that came up during this that was posted in the Discord. So, you know, sometimes there's good memes in there. Emosocial.club slash Discord to join us over there. You can chat with us. Uh, you can chat with, you know, the memes. You can post your memes and you can yeah. see some memes. All good. Um, yeah. So hang out with us. We love you. We appreciate you for checking out this episode. And uh, let's just get into it. Here is our interview with Tyler of Youth Fountain. Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you live from emosocialclub.tv. I am Brian. And I'm Lizzie, and we're here this afternoon with our new friend, Tyler of Youth Fountain. Thank you so much for joining us. I know it's kind of early where you are, but we super appreciate it. No, no, no worries at all. Yeah, my name is Tyler. I sing and play guitar in Youth Fountain. Um, yeah, I've been, I've been at this project now, I guess, for probably starting youth found i think it's been three years i want to say so it's it still feels like it's a new sort of project but it is something that i uh i started as uh, the name bedroom talk under like like back in like 2012 ish so i'm like you know i've been i've been doing music now for for a while that's for sure and i've been uh, i've been i've been i've been singing emo sad songs since i was a uh, an angsty teenager <laughs> whining about life so yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's definitely been my uh it's definitely been my musical outlet for for a long long time <laughs> gonna now, say, was... i heard a lot of starting line in your uh yeah a lot i was of like influences. i was about to say yeah. bedroom talk is my favorite starting line song yeah. and i saw that i said hmm there you go yeah <laughs> i mean that's people yeah like that is literally i remember you know being in high school remembering that like the story so far and wearing the shirt yeah. <laughs> they, they named their band after i think like yeah newfound glory mm -hmm. like a song like like the story so far and then i was like oh they looked through their ipod to look through like you know song names and i was just looking through song names and i was like what can i name my, my pop punk band yeah and I was, then i saw bedroom talk i was like you know what that'd be a sick pop punk band name. <laughs> 
And yeah. But then, uh, you know, as things changed, um, you know, uh, under like the label and stuff like that, they thought mm-hmm. it was better to go under a new name. So I went under Youth Fountain and, you know, it's been working and it's it's cool. And um, I'm just happy to be playing the same kind of music that I've been doing since I was a kid. So, yeah. <laughs> I do feel like there are a lot of ba- like uh, uh, all time low got theirs from a newfound glory lyric. Like there's a lot of bands that we see now that are like these huge bands that literally just like took a song title or a lyric from like an older band and just said, that's our name now. That's, that's who no, we are. I mean, so, some people go as far, I, I, you know, like the band See You Space Cowboy. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, Cowboy they're from, like an anime reference, Oof. like uh, it gets me. Cowboy Bebop. So yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I guess anything that just, you know, you hear that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. You're like, I guess that could be a band. <laughs> that, was, that was one. And there are a lot, but there, that was one specifically where I was like, fuck, like I could have done that. <laughs> that yeah, like, yeah, I, I, I was watching Adult Swim. I could have done that. Yeah. I could have literally <laughs> just taken that. It was right there for the taking the whole time. Fuck. I know. <laughs> I, 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 I hate band names sometimes. Where I, like, I don't know. Like, even if I like think about starting up like a side project or something like that. And then I'm just like, man, I have no idea. Like I, I like what to name a band sometimes. Yeah. I'm just like, they're hard, dude. They're hard to think of something that's like not taken. Yeah. <laughs> it also sounds cool. Yeah. So, uh... <laughs> I think that's where people like just start making up words or like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like just say, or, or now I guess it's more like if we talk about like the emo hip hop scene or like, more like solo artist type stuff then yeah, it's yeah. like just put a different letter in there <laughs> just like it's your regular oh. name but like i'm thinking Jaden. it's like just jxdn it's like well that's not even yeah. an a exactly Literally. i think i think i also remember when we were thinking about band names for bedroom talkers like oh well what if we just change the a to a v or something yeah. <laughs> oh i don't know i'm glad we didn't do that yeah that's like a dj name be a yeah. bedroom talk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is actually the longest conversation we've ever had with any guest about the band name because we're yeah, like, yeah, we usually never do like the whole like, <laughs> what's your band name mean type thing because you yeah. know you always go on like Twitter, oh, and Twitter yeah. like you never ask that, but sometimes just organically it comes this up. Is but just, this is yeah. the longest we have discussed about <laughs> in the entire three years we've been a podcast. Yep. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I just know that like so many people always asked about it, and I, <laughs> and now it's just like a it's it's engraved in my brain now to always talk about yep. it. <laughs> we like, I mean, everybody always is like, well, let's ask about the band name, and we're just like, no, yeah. dude, like let's talk about you, and let's talk about the people in the band, and let's talk about like yeah. your personalities and all that. But I mean, at the same time, there's some you know, funny stories, I'm sure, that, like, come out with all these things, so. And it never ends. Yeah. It, it really does. <laughs> Here at the Emo Social Club, we typically listen to the bops we grew up with, yet there's new music out there that you haven't even heard of. Ohio isn't just for lovers, but also is for new tunes. As Time Fades is a Cleveland band whose new EP, Trustfall, is reminiscent of their love for the elder emo era of music, like Mayday Parade. The band includes catchy lyrics and the traditional pop-punk tones we enjoy, yet includes themes of love loss, anger at injustice, love, and discovering self-worth. Follow the band on Twitter and FB at As Time Fades, and on IG at As Time Fades Band.
Well, we can talk about, you know, what you've got going on musically. Uh, we talked about before we started recording, we were talking about Peace Offering, which is the latest single that came out. Um, yeah. So do, do we want to talk about new music or do we want to talk about the music oh. that's out right now? <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, yeah. So like back in February, we uh, dropped a new single there. And um, I don't know, it's going to be off the, that, that single on the new record that's coming out this fall. Um, I don't know if I should, really, I should announce the actual day, but I mean, it is going to be in the fall. Um, yeah, and we have some new singles coming out, I guess, late summer. So that's exciting. I just don't want to drop any dates in case, like, yeah. I don't know, in case something changes. As soon as you I, say I, it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I thought that, I, I thought I'd have new music out by spring, you know? And like, I mean, the album was done, but it's always up to like labels and when tours are getting in line and when so many other things that come into play, it's, it's, I wish it was as easy as it was like when I was um, like, like a teenager where I would just record songs and just put it on like, you know, SoundCloud or YouTube and just mm -hmm. be like, Oh, here's a song I made. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I guess to get the most out of it and get people to hear your music, you gotta, you gotta do things properly. So sure. yeah. So I'm I'm super excited to finally get some new content out by you know end of summer around the fall and um, I don't know I'm trying I'm trying to do like a Canadian run with another couple bands um, that are that are from here like uh, Chief State I don't know if you guys have heard of them but they're like another pop punk band so we might be doing like a Canada run with them maybe I don't know it's still <laughs> up in the air yeah. that's exciting um, and yeah, I'm, I, and of course, Europe too in February. So that'll be my first time ever going out that way. So I don't know. It's going to be a, it's going to be a trek and an adventure. So yeah. <laughs> you're really like jumping yeah. straight back into it. Like you said, Hey yeah. guys, I'm just ready. Let's go. Because when I was looking at everything, I'm like, wow, there's no like immediate North America dates. It's European. He just said, fuck it. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i mean like i you know uh, i don't know if you guys have heard of Corey wells he's another like kind of solo mm. um emo acoustic act and um yeah like i i, I got a message from him being like we should we should do this and i was like wow yeah i mean I've, I've never been out that way and i don't know i got I, I would love to seize an opportunity like that you know like i feel like that's a once in a lifetime thing you know so doing something <laughs> like that is it's literally a dream come true I've, to, to play music somewhere else that's not this continent or something like, I don't know. like <laughs> that's fucking wild to me yeah it, I'm, I'm super grateful and humbled to, to do something like that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sometimes i was like you know oh yeah just canada it's like you just come on down to the u.s but i know it's been a lot tougher obviously now oh, yeah. but uh also hearing like friends that have toured between the two countries that like really is not that simple like just to come into oh, the u.s no. and go back and forth like not at all yeah dude. yeah like, and like even like getting uh work visas and stuff is uh isn't is is uh endeavor for sure to <laughs> yeah. try to yeah it's tough man i mean playing the states to go to canada to the states i i don't i don't know what's harder I'm, i actually think if you're abandoned the u.s to tour canada it's easier but if you're canadian and going to the states apparently i think it's harder hmm. uh, so i've heard but um i don't know there, there there still is ways but just touring canada alone sucks like, <laughs> because of how how the cities are all spaced out between like each province but then the states you go down there you know if you're in like chicago you can 
uh, I don't know. I'm pretty bad at uh, <laughs> remembering all that stuff. But I know you guys have like cities you could drive to. Like I want to say, I don't know. It's not the longest drive, but you can go down to like you know. Uh, I want to say Minnesota or something yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, that's not that bad. It's, it's not that bad. We or um like I I think our central location gets to like Milwaukee, Minneapolis, yeah, Indianapolis. Yeah. Uh, That's what I wanted to do. But like, then we've like talked to so many bands that are like out of New York or or Pennsylvania, and like they're all like right there. They're all super close to oh, one yeah. another. And I'm like, damn, why why am I here? Like, there's so many more bands, why and there's so I... many more touring opportunities there. Like, just yeah. like everything, just so close to one another. And I'm like, yeah. As soon as you start getting more west, it's like the next city's in a day. Like, let's <laughs> let's drive forever. <laughs> And that's what's so much better about, I don't know, being a band in the States. And in Canada, it's like, if I'm in Vancouver, it's like a 14-hour drive to the next, yeah. <laughs> to the next city. And then, like, but but if you're on the East Coast in, like, Toronto, you can go down to, like, Ottawa. And then, obviously, from there, you can go to Buffalo, New York. And it's just, like, so much easier around there. And I, I think that's why a lot more, you know, musicians and bands are, they tend to be on the East Coast, yeah. it seems. <laughs> I think, yeah. Vancouver, Vancouver, where I am, it's a little bit of an odd place to <laughs> do <laughs> music. So uh, uh, I I, uh, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> well, you did mention sure. earlier before we hopped on like the live stream how, you know, we had like a kind of like a big pop punk scene here, but you didn't have yeah. too much of that where you are. So yeah, how yeah. did that kind of influence you growing up? Like what was that experience and like discovering like pop punk and emo and not having you know, that type of like community, I guess to say, compared to like yeah. other states that are more like known for like their pop punk bands? Oh man, that's a really good question because uh, it really sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really sucks. <laughs> I remember being in like high school and stuff and like, man, I couldn't connect with anybody. I was just a <laughs> weird emo kid. <laughs> like, like, Look, that it's no st that's like, still the same here. That still yeah. stands. <laughs> I mean, but but still, like, the, where I was, it was, like, fucking no one, really. I would never see anyone wearing, like, a band shirt that, like... It was always very rare if I would see someone wearing, like, a band shirt from, like, a band that I would know. I'd just be like, oh, my God. And, like, I'd have the urge so much to go and talk to them, but I'd have too much anxiety. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, I couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It, it really sucked, though. But, like, I don't know. Eventually, I think... I don't know as I got older and started playing, trying to play music and, and try to find other musicians off like, you know, Craigslist and like, just <laughs> in and, like trying to, trying to see what I could do. Um, eventually I did find like a, a, a pocket of people that like, not necessarily like maybe liked exactly the same bands as me, but they maybe like the same like warp tour ish, mm -hmm. you know, like, okay. that whole alternative. And, um, you know, there was like a small community in the lower mainland where, where I lived that like, kind of were into that kind of stuff and i think i met i met a good chunk of people through that I like growing up in my you know later teens the early early adult life <laughs> so <laughs> yeah um i think i think that's so at least i'm grateful for that it took a lot of time but i mean obviously being like younger growing up i i couldn't connect with many people so i, I didn't have very many friends that's for sure. <laughs> Like that sounds very it's similar. Every very emo familiar. kid's villain origin story. I grew yeah. up. I didn't have friends. Here we are. Now please deal with me. And I Thank learned you. to play music. <laughs> exactly. You know, it, it can kind of suck at first, but 
you know, you, you make what you can of it and uh, just, just hope things get better. And, and, you know, it tends, it tends to get better. You got to just keep on going on. Yeah. <laughs> now I, I'm 34. That's my actual age. I usually joke that I'm like 108, but I'm going to tell you my real age on this one so that I can, I can like reset and I can start making the joke that I'm much older now for the next one. I mean, yeah, you were starting uh, to push the 200s and I'm like, mm, yeah, I'm, 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 mm. I'm no 200 is ridiculous. A hundred. That's fair. <laughs> uh, so it feels like to me that there is like the generation is exactly the same, you know, like we all grew up in the same experience, but I do feel yeah. like now, like I'm, I'm kind of realizing this late lately is just like, there was a there is a uh like something that happened where everybody who's younger actually like wants to play music and wants to be in a band and everyone my age is like i really want that but then they like don't do it <laughs> like yeah i really want to like show up i really want to like play music but there's like no <laughs> i don't actually yeah. want to like work at this it's it's the drive to want to actually do it yeah it's like i don't know sometimes people I think people like glorify like oh being in a band must be so cool and like it must be so easy and just it's just so chill and like oh, you just get to party and like yeah. it's just like no like if you i don't know if you actually want to try to like really make a career out of it it's like it's wild <laughs> it's, it literally becomes like a nine to five job yeah. it really can be like that you know it's uh e either way you can't win <laughs> either way you gotta work and you gotta really bust your ass to try to to try to make something yeah. of any any goal you want to try to achieve i think um i think to some people uh, that are just very you know naive with 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 what it's like to try to pursue music they just they, they just don't it's so foreign to them yeah <laughs> it's definitely like a like kind of making your own business especially if you get more serious mm -hmm. with it and i like was like looking at that as like a podcast angle too i'm like it's like a mini business and you don't realize it until you start to really buckle down you're like i'm serious about this and then you're like oh no there's a lot going oh. on here and like if yeah. people who are in like their 30s and 40s they're like oh i want to do this i also have like the exposable income you know in most senses for you know just generalization to do it yeah, yeah. then they're like well i already have a nine to five job i don't want to add another one this sucks. um <laughs> yeah. and then you're like well i'm at a catch 22 guys yeah. <laughs> yeah. i know it, it's it's very true i i think that if, if you have I don't know, like, cause if you're doing something like a, like a, like a, like you have a, a, a your, your day job and something kind of small that you do and you still leave that, like that room to try to pursue music, then it, you have, you know, more flexibility, but you know, like you said, it takes up so much time. It's uh it's, it's a really tough thing to try to try to do. And there's always that possibility that, you know, you can keep working and working and working, but you're not always guaranteed to succeed you know it's a, it's a tough business to get involved in it's like it's like with film or animation or anything mm -hmm. I, I, artistic is very it's very hard to try to like really you know make it and go somewhere you know it just takes like so much work and i don't know i, th I always come i always come down to the you know philosophy that you should, <laughs> that you should just do it because you love to do it right if you just like making music and which is what I do. I just go on my laptop, grab my guitars, and I just make music. And <laughs> that, that's it. I do it because I like to do it. And, and and that's what it should be for people, you know? Mm. That's, that, that's what I believe, at least. I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> I 
I feel like a, a lot of people know that musicians don't really, you know, make the big bucks. <laughs> That's for sure. You would be surprised how many people I have worked with who are like in early college and they're like, yeah, I can make a lot of money in music. And I'm like, oh, oh gosh that's funny oh gosh that's silly that's silly let's talk about it <laughs> and then they're like, just ah. like who says that <laughs> like, what? have you spoken to a real musician <laughs> yeah who's telling them that yeah <laughs> yeah man oh man one of my friends told me like they were watching something like big i don't know some person who's like super successful music and they were like on the red carpet and they were just like so how are you doing financially they're like oh I- i'm fucking broke you know <laughs> like, wow. even, like, it's like i don't know apparently even like the big stars can can get broke yeah. so it oh, makes yeah. me like well i don't know what i'm doing <laughs> i mean listen if rihanna had to sue like a handful of years ago she was like i'm almost broke because my management team like took my money i'm like oh bitch what like that's yeah, it's possible of course yeah I don't know. Either either way, money comes and goes, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I've kind of realized like yeah, it's 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 more about the enjoyment of the process of doing the work. Like yeah. if you can pay your bills and you're living fine and in your case buying as many Hylian shields as possible, like then, you know, you're set. You know, you can defend yourself uh from the Deku nuts being tossed Dude, at you. Exactly. That's <laughs> That's all life is about. Yeah. You just got it. Just as many highly achievable as possible. That's just in case the like like takes one and you need another. Yeah, exactly. Lizzie's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Sorry. <laughs> uh, the the band is just you, right? Yeah, like you're yeah. you're the leader you really, in charge. You recently just had your counterpart basically leave and actually joined Real Friends. Yeah. So how has that been for you? Is this, or would you be looking to want to maybe get more of like a cohort cohort behind you or would you just still want to do it solo and just move on forward? Yeah. I mean, I, like I, like I said, like I, I started it when I was younger as a solo project and later on I, I met Cody and like I had a few songs already, already kind of written and um, we collaborated and, you know, I back then bedroom talk obviously wasn't like, you know, I, I didn't take it. I never really took it like seriously, like I want to pursue it or whatever. And like Cody was like, he, he saw potential in it. And he's like, you know, we can, um we can have you like, we, we I can feature on this and we, we released a song and people dug it and we were like, Oh, let's, let's, let's try to do like a record. And, and like, I had him sing on like other songs that I wrote. And then we wrote like a few songs together, like rose colored glass and complacent, like all that are on our letters to our former selves record. And um, yeah. And then eventually, you know, things change and he, yeah, he got that opportunity. So like, that's sweet and he, he could take that and i was just like oh i'll just keep doing my own thing <laughs> i mean i don't really care um it was always like something that i i had and i was always like i was always the kind of like the brain of the music and writing it so i just keep going um i i don't think finding someone else is really necessary just because you know i I, I feel I'm confident I'm I'm capable of myself <laughs> and, and and what I can do. So I don't know. Um, yeah, it, it's chill and like I don't know. I'm happy for him and that's sweet. And you know, I, if, if anything, like I guess like uh, when that was all re- announced, like I guess like a lot of real friends 
fans like found out about the project you found too so like that's that's fucking cool yeah so like i don't know that, that's 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 sweet at least they can hear some old songs that have been written and <laughs> stuff and maybe maybe once the new record drops other people could check it out too that maybe would never have heard it so um it's just it's just exciting either way yeah, <laughs> yeah. i think i mean we we've talked a lot about this and and with like emo hip-hop and emo like sort of going forward i think it is going to be a lot more like independent people like just one yeah. person in the band or it's like just common for sure yeah. It's, yeah it's also just like and i say this and i i i don't know if my my friends in my band are going to listen to this oh, no. but i'm going to call you out i'm gonna say like sometimes it's really hard working with a bunch of people who own something <laughs> the, te who are the part text of the that i got from you last night was like my band i, I said <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, and and I if know. you are listening, I love you guys. But also, when when you are the one person to own something and it belongs to you, or if you're working with a small team and it belongs to both, like Lizzie and I work very well together on this podcast. But it's so much easier. It's just so much okay. more straightforward. And like, I think that that's why. I, I I wonder if I'm like I'm old, so maybe I didn't learn this quickly enough, and maybe all the young people learned it so much faster. Is like you can do. You can move so much farther and faster doing it by yourself than oh, if you yeah. ever work with other people. It's true because, you know, man, when you have too many cooks in the kitchen, you have too many fucking people thinking about ideas mm -hmm. and want to do things a certain way. And, you know, like, even when I was working with another, like, with, with Cody, like, obviously, even with two people, sometimes you, you can clash and yeah. have different ideas and stuff and, like, man like and then try to bring like another like a drummer a bass player another guitar player and all these, it's like if they're all involved and wanting to write too and stuff it's just like it becomes a fucking explosion yeah. of a headache and you're just like i don't even want to fucking do this anymore <laughs> i'm just too stressed out yeah and yeah i don't know that's why like uh, when i when i learned how to like record myself and just do that i was just like well i because I, I, I i like to i grew up playing bass and then i took on drums mm. and um i was just able to kind of compose and, and write by myself so i don't know once i was able to learn how to record um I, I, it was so much easier just to write songs and just by myself and just do it, just all the ideas that i have in my head you know yeah. so i don't know it's just if, if you're able to do it I, I i definitely highly encourage people to just like you know if they, if they have their own ideas in their head it's just like i don't know pursue what you want if you have a vision you know like, <laughs> just run with that vision yeah <laughs> yeah but um yeah, like you said, I don't know. There's something about um, there's something freeing about just doing things yourself. That's for sure. But also, it can be cool if you do have like a whole band and everyone's on board and like it just works. Mm -hmm. There's something really special about that too. Because, man, that that doesn't that sometimes does not work. <laughs> it's very rare. We we talked yeah. with one band and the singer is like a communications expert or like. He's, yeah, I forget what he, he was, was, but like he like a, had a degree in communications. It's like that's the only way you I can make it, was, it work with four I think people. It was like an interdisciplinary communications, and I was like, oh, I'm aware, and I'm like, which is ironic because every other interdisciplinary or just basic comm student that I've been friends with has no idea how to communicate. This is the only other person <laughs> I know in the world who has good communication <laughs> and yeah. went to school for it. Yeah, <laughs> they're like I have to do that just to work with three other people and writing music. It's like, that's I work in, in like broadcast radio, and I could tell you how many people just don't know how to communicate. It, it's mind blowing. Mm -hmm. This yeah. one guy and this one band, I trust him. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I know. It's funny when someone doesn't really know how to communicate and you're just kind of trying to like, you know, pick up what they're put, putting down. Yeah. And you're like, OK. And then, you you know, say you're doing something artistic and you show them they're like, oh, this is not at all. <laughs> like, oh, I can't help you. You don't know yeah. how to you talk don't... to me. Yeah. <laughs> you're not speaking the I words. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's just everyone's so different. You know, everyone, every person is just so different. <laughs> and it's. <laughs> To, to try to make a band and have a team it's just it, it, <laughs> you're lucky if you can pull it off that's for sure one thing i always found and I, I can ask you about this too is like is especially when the lyrics are coming into play especially yeah, when yeah. like you're the singer and you're trying to express your thoughts and feelings like uh lizzie wrote this i'm not gonna act like i wrote this question <laughs> but obviously on the uh on the first lp uh you know it was and even listening to the lyrics today it was like oh shit like this is very like uh mental illness mental health like growing up in those sorts of places and it's like how do you write that with a bunch of other people who may not know your experience or may not know what you're going through and you're trying to express that thought and put that out oh, yeah. and it's like yeah, I just really like this bass part. It's like, dude, I got so much else going on on this thing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I'm putting a lot out here, and you're talking to me about like this drum fill, and I, it's hard. It's hard to like connect those two thoughts. I imagine. Oh, totally. Yeah, I mean, and that's why again, like, happened when I was just doing it myself, and when I did have Cody, like, it was, it was, it was pretty easy, you know, because I don't know, it's just what I'm doing, and like. I didn't need to, you know, have a whole band involved and try to like, you know, be like, Oh, what if you didn't write that? What if you did like more of a lyric that like, you know, did this? And it's like, I don't know. It's just, it, it goes back to just like, it's just too hectic. Yeah. It, it, if you're just, if it's just so much more freeing to just write stuff that you want to write and whatever just comes to you from the heart, you know, yeah. like, and that's what the, a lot of the lyrics that I write are, they're all just like literal feelings of, what I've been through in my life and like how I'm feeling in the moment. And it's just an expression of, you know, getting things off my chest and just writing things that I want to write about because I know that like other people, I don't, I'm not alone, you know, other people I know that's like, you know, like been through, everyone has their shit. Everyone fucking goes through life and fucking struggles and has like, you know, their problems. And I think that's why like emo music and, like you know just a sad music is uh <laughs> so popular because mm -hmm. i don't know it, it's weird when i think about people that 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 don't though it's like it's funny when you see like comments that are people be like this is fucking emo yeah. shit it's like I wonder what do you listen to yeah. like you listen like is it just like you know like just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah like are you listening like, to dubstep to cure your sadness because if so how does that work because i'm trying to yeah yeah it's like i wonder if that's it's like because like everyone does have their shit so it's like even the people that claim that like you know they you know they're like fuck all that sad music it's just like like they must be going through something there must be like you said, <laughs> does the dubstep cure their music like their, their, their head does it does it rewire the, like, the, something the, in there they're like the... ooh, that bass drop yeah. just ooh, <laughs> set me off yeah I know. Yeah, it's, it's wild. I, I think I it's know. similar, too, because I know we've like, this has been a big thing. Like, emo is, like, a thing. So, country emo. <laughs> and I oh, yeah. was editing. I'll text Brian sometimes. I was editing one of the country shows for my station. And I was like, they're talking about some real sad shit in here. And I was like, maybe 
maybe country is some of the OG emo oh. actually. Like beyond oh, the, yeah. I'm hanging out in my pickup truck, drinking my Miller Light. You know, outside of that, maybe it is that. Maybe he's thinking about something up hey, there. If you want to talk about sad? That, that is, is sad. sad. <laughs> that is sad. Yeah, but I was no, thinking I... about that. I'm like, is it actually the OG emo? I I, uh, I remember like hearing some. I feel like it was like some stupid like Spike TV <laughs> thing or something where they were talking about what is the what is the saddest music and apparently mm. it is country like there's <laughs> like and like there's like some really dark shit that that some artists talk about and like I don't know apparently like yeah a lot of people you know have off themselves <laughs> and like they think about they think about they've been listening to country a lot and shit and apparently it's a super sad dark genre and i've never got into country really uh but i remember hearing like and if i'd hear it on the radio and i'd really listen to it i'd be like holy shit yeah they're talking about some pretty heavy <laughs> stuff it was just like really low-key it's like yeah. <laughs> it's, um, i don't know but um i don't know maybe maybe i maybe i have a hidden countryside that just needs to needs to come the <laughs> emo's to coming out. it's about to jump out on the next album all of a sudden yeah you're gonna oh, say yeah. i know i saw your twitter said oh recording's done in february so be like lol psych gotta throw that hidden emo <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> gotta go back gotta add some slide guitar yeah maybe maybe i gotta scrap scrap my whole next album and just record a country record a whole country <laughs> and, and photoshop every promo of me with the yes yes <laughs> oh Normalized emo artists shifting to their one ep yeah. emo period <laughs> and then never talking about it again they're like you know what that was a phase in my life and it's over now yeah <laughs> After this, I'm literally going to take your promo photo and, and Photoshop a cowboy Please. hat and send it to you. <laughs> be like, here you go. We're going to tag you. you. Yeah. Someone from Pure Noise or Mark's going to get me like, hey, what are you doing with my boy? Listen. Listen. Yeah, yeah listen. We talked about this. It needs to happen. Yeah. I think it's the, only, it's the way for you found to truly succeed. Yes. <laughs> really shine. Just a cowboy hat. That's like, a cowboy if nothing hat. else changes, just the cowboy hat. <laughs> You know, you have to get a little skull belt buckle to be like, yeah, I'm hardcore Ooh. still, oh, yeah. but I got Ooh. that bling. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I, I bet there are some fans that would probably fuck yeah. with that. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, definitely. Every, every niche has its has Like, its there's realm, so many, right? like, like, emo kids that are like, like, on TikTok, it was like, oh, if you um, were an emo kid, but you also really liked country music usually because like regional where somebody grew up and they'd be like hitting on a lot of these like country songs i don't listen to country much either but like i listen to some of like the lyrics of what they would put in snippets i'm like yeah that is really sad actually like that that, that tracks that tracks <laughs> yeah, for yeah. you as a whole person now yeah <laughs> not that that's like, good or bad but <laughs> an observation like if mgk can get people to like pop punk can there be an artist and this is my fear this is literally my i'm i'm afraid can no there way. be an artist that makes like pop punk and emo fans like like country music yeah i mean honestly if if machine gun kelly can do it i think anyone can do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's it's crazy how big that guy is like yeah did he like uh, I don't really know too much about him, but did he used to just like just do yeah. like rap? Mm -hmm. Was it like very like 
be okay. Was was he the guy that had like a rap battle yes. with Eminem or some shit? Or? He did. That yeah, that was him. Sure wow. And that was the year that he was wow. opening on the Fall Out Boy Stadium tour. Mm-hmm. And like, I remember really? I got to Wrigley Field early because I wanted to see Rise Against. I did not care much for Machine Gun Kelly at the time. And yeah. I <laughs> heard his set because it was there and I'm like, I don't like any of this. Who likes any of yeah. this? Yeah, yeah. But then, like, he came with his pop-up album, and I'm like, I only like this. I want to only hear this. Yeah. Not not any of that. We're not it's fans. Marvel. We're not fans of MGK. We're fans of the MGK pop-punk album, Tickets to My Downfall. Not, not his cover of Swing Life Away by Rise Against. Nobody Bad ever cover. go listen to it. Block it on every streaming service you have. Thank you. Just, yeah, <laughs> say I don't ever recommend this to me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's wild when I think about that, like, I don't know, like just I- I've listened to the record. It's not necessarily my exact thing. Mm-hmm. Like that's I res- I respect that. Like that's fucking awesome that he's like bringing more attention to to like you know pop punk music and there's that Jaden yes. guy or yep. whatever now and that's wild and it's like I don't know like is, is this a revival of, of pop punk <laughs> the early two thousands coming back? Like I don't know. Like that's I mean. That, that'd be kind of cool if so. Maybe Warp Tour will finally come back when shows are <laughs> nice. Now that everybody's yeah. interested in music with guitars again, like, yeah, we, we got out of the game at the wrong time. Man, I don't know. It is, it is pretty cool in that sense. I just, um, I don't know. I, I hope it brings more, like, love to smaller, like, you know, ish bands, yeah. you know? Um, that have worked really hard to, you know, try to bring pop punk back. And <laughs> <laughs> It does seem that like, I mean, from what I can see of the youth, I that that's a very like get off my lawn type of sentence I just said. (laughs) From what I can see from the youth, uh, it does seem like people are. It 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 does seem to me like there is a very similar trajectory of kids that are experiencing music and growing like. To me, oh god, I'm about to say this sentence. (laughs) TikTok is kind of like what MySpace was where MySpace was like a lot about music and a lot about promoting bands and a lot about like a social network that had a very strong music component to it. And TikTok is kind of doing a very similar thing where music is very much at the forefront. And I think it's really helping to break. I mean, it's, it's new bands. It's all time low. What's it's interesting like, is it's all these I bands was like that. Watching a TikTok about like music licensing, just like, Attendance where we hopped on this call, honestly, and this is literally what we do in our off time. <laughs> and this person was saying how there was a trending sound from this from Steven Universe that got DMCA, so it got taken down. At all the sounds, all the videos had the sound, and it got silenced. And they were discussing oh. how and why that is the most idiotic thing to do as an owner of any type of music or record label because TikTok is the way which dictates the music and radio industry right now, which isn't incorrect. And I think that that is just so wild because you see all these, like also like these pop punk bands, they're starting to get radio play, even if it's on like Sirius or like more local stations. Like it is crazy how much it is impacting it. Yeah, that's, 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 that's pretty crazy for sure. And like, I don't know with, with tech talk, like, I am so I'm starting to be I don't know I'm like 26 now I mean I'll be 26 in August so pretty fucking soon yeah um yeah like I don't know when I found out about TikTok it was I guess it's like a probably like two years old now or is it like maybe three I don't know I think it blew up in the last couple years five years old 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I was pretty reluctant to get it. I don't know. <laughs> I just, like, I just don't. I just, there's so many platforms and there's so many things to post on. And I don't know. It's like a necessary thing now. It's like, I don't know. More people are finding people through that now. And it's like, well, I guess I'll get it. <laughs> I feel like it's kind of like Twitter too. You kind of have to be like a certain kind of person mm-hmm. to uh, kind of get noticed on these kind of things though. Like, I don't know. You got to have like a personality. You got to have like, a, I don't know. It, 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 it's, it's, it's hard sometimes for me to like break out of a shell and just like, because TikToks, it's kind of like what Vine was, yeah. you know, obviously you guys remember that. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like, got, I don't know, it's like you can post about music, but you also got to kind of like, seems like some people are posting like skits and shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like little, it, it's like little mini YouTube, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. Because I'm like, I, I, I think that there's a very like authentic side to TikTok where it's just people who like literally don't have any training to like make a video and they're just like here's me dancing or here's me singing along with something and then it like evolves into something else but like because it is so much of like the youth culture that's like everybody on it like we've said many times this is cringe just be cringe who cares like everything is cringe so therefore nothing is cringe i guess uh but you kind of just have to like find your authentic self on it but i i I totally get what you're thinking because again i'm old and i'm like all these kids being cringe i'm like no i don't mm, i'm still trying to get you i'm worried that i with me yeah i worried i peaked with myspace (laughs) (laughs) i worried i i'm worried i peaked on 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 there well man i was at the i was at the tail end of myspace so like when when like because yeah I don't know. I remember, like, when I started, like, going more on it was when probably, like, everyone was trailing yeah. off. So it was, it was just when, like, I would still look up bands and, like, they would all still have their MySpace yep. pages and stuff. And I don't know. There, there was definitely a charm to that, uh, to that area of, uh, of, of music. I don't know. It lives inside <laughs> me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I like, was... Like, I feel this- sense of nostalgia <laughs> i was so against facebook it facebook came to my college this was back when facebook like only let you sign up if you had a college email and it was expanding only to colleges and yeah. i remember being very against it i was definitely ahead of the times on that y'all so <laughs> at least have that going you for me use, i was like no my space is going to be the one name. you had to use your actual name brian i know <laughs> well i didn't <laughs> my name on facebook wasn't my actual name either uh but i just remember like being so against it i'm like myspace is gonna you know myspace is gonna stand the test of time myspace is where i'm gonna i'm gonna hold out i'm gonna stand strong with myspace and uh i'm gonna gonna stand strong with tom (laughs) from myspace yeah tom is uh my one my first friend of all time only friend friend. i can't leave him like this meanwhile then he left myspace to go work for facebook and i'm like tom could you yeah. he did hey yeah he worked that. he worked for facebook for some time they uh i mean he had his business and he's like cool I, it's up and running also wow. y'all are gonna find out justin timberlake owns yeah. it now even though he was in the facebook movie there's a very but weird yeah, like it's just like what's like, going on intersection thing there. with too many too many people at yeah. once and you're like hey well, can you all just stay on one side i need to know <laughs> who's who and i need you to stay there don't move don't like, move <laughs> oh strange yeah, that's pretty whack. Yeah. It's weird to think about. Fucking hell. But and I, I I'm literally putting this metaphor together of like TikTok and MySpace being that like inroad. But I I do yeah. think like there was a certain authenticity about MySpace where you're just posting music you like, you're promoting bands you like in your top eight, 
And like, that was like the whole scene for me. It was like, these are my favorite bands right now. These are like all of my <laughs> scene queens and, and scene kings oh, yeah. and all that shit. Oh, you have all that shit going around. And it's the same idea. But I do think that there is a little bit more of like an integration with people that aren't in your like direct scene, people that are from all over the place. People are finding new bands so easily and quickly that it becomes like you have to just put yourself on it because it is the discovery platform now. It's it's like, yeah. where else am I going to go? Like, like Instagram is not going to be the place where people find new music. Twitter is not going to be the place people find new music as much. It's little bit too fast and you, and you have to more yeah. text based so you it's have like to be in that niche area too to find new music because yeah. if like i didn't have my personal twitter curated and if i if we didn't curate our twitter to be that we, we wouldn't get any of that new music yeah yeah i don't know to me twitter and tiktok seem like kind of the same vein where you have to be like a certain kind of person mm. to like i don't know like get noticed like twitter you gotta be so witty and you got to be like, I don't know, you got to be like a meme king yeah. to like get noticed on Twitter. Yep. Got to be repeatable. Like, yeah. <laughs> and like with, with TikTok, I'm still kind of figuring it out. Like, I, I I don't know. To me, it just seems like YouTube with people with shorter attention spans. Yes. That is. Yeah, yeah, and that's... then also like trauma dumping that gets you more traction. <sighs> and I'm like, I don't, Oof. I don't like that. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It. I don't know. It, it's it, it's interesting to me. I don't know. I, I I think that TikTok for sure is like the place to be to get like oh, yeah. to blow up and to have more people notice you for mm. sure. I just like still trying to figure out how the fuck I can uh, how I can What's do wild that. Is that I, I found I mean, that if you just do videos like through the app on your phone that are like fifteen seconds, and if you you have no production to it, and it's just you and your face going, hey, like this shit happened today and you post it, that'll get significantly more views than anything that you nicely produce. And it is so Weird. frustrating. Yep. That's crazy to think about. Yeah. I don't know. And just sometimes I'm just like, well, what the hell do I say? Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like the other day I was just like, well, fuck, I'm with my dog. I was supposed to TikTok with my fucking dog. It's and, that. Like, and then you just tag know. like things that are, that you think are relevant, but also popular. And then it gets trend. <laughs> it, the algorithm makes no fucking sense is what it is. It seems so it's weird. It's the most chaotic yeah. way to have social media. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, and like I remember what 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 Brian, like what you were saying earlier about how like you know when you it's all cringe, you yeah. know, like you just like it's so much cringe, and then I'm just thinking one day I'm gonna look back on these TikToks and, and like I'm sure lots of people will be like, oh god, what the fuck was that? Yeah, <laughs> I, that's my MySpace too. It's yeah. like yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna exactly. go back and look at that. I'm not telling people where to find that shit. Now all of a sudden I got all these TikToks, you know, talking, making dumb jokes, and it's like oh god, delete that. But it's got, <laughs> but it's got thirteen thousand views. You're like, fuck, got to take that down. If you delete videos too off of your like profile, it affects the algorithm and how many people you view too. And I'm like, why? Why? I don't like that. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Really. So like, for your own for your own account, if you delete your videos, yes. it affects how many how many videos you you can see yes. that pop up on. Yes. It your affects feed. like you getting tracked oh, into really? the algorithm. And from what I could gather, it's because of them being like, oh, you're just posting things to see if they hit or not and if they stick. So you're not dedicated oh. to making the content. You're just doing it to, you know, get more people viewing instead of like just being an actual content weird. creator. It's so weird. Hmm. 
That's crazy. But I mean, that kind of does make sense, but it's also just like, I'm, it's crazy that technology can do that. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of creepy. It's, <laughs> you know, and I, I mean, like being, being a band, being a podcast, being anything that you're doing independently now means being on all these platforms and learning that algorithm. And I fucking hate it because it makes me so uninterested in making any content for it. I know. I know. That's kind of like how I feel most days. I'm yeah. just like, part of me just like almost just doesn't care about like a lot of social media and all yeah. the shit because becomes like work you know yeah i watch like i i watch i mean i spend way too much time on youtube it's the it's the platform i watch the most of anything oh, yeah. more than netflix I watch, like, me too. Yeah. yeah uh now that loki's done i'm not watching disney oh plus <laughs> until <laughs> the next show comes on but like i'll watch youtubers talk about youtube and i'll go like well this is like information that i need to know because i'm creating youtube content then i'm like and I'm so uninterested in making YouTube content because I watch that. Like, I, I think like making a music video, for example, is a good example of something where it's like, I want to be artistic. I want to create something for the music that I made and I'm going to post it. And I don't really give a shit who, who watches it because like, it's something in the same way you're writing music for you in the same way you're creating art for you. I feel like music videos are a visual representation of that same idea. Like, I think most yeah, people yeah, go yeah. into that as like, I just want to make something visually that represents what this is, what I'm going through, how I feel about that. And I don't care if one person watches it and feels something from it, or if a million people do and they all get something from it, it matters for me to do it. And it makes me happy to create it. Yeah. And that's like, that's what it should be, you know? Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's kind of wild. Like I, I feel like a lot of, whenever I watch like new content creators, like it's all just very like, Hey guys, what's going on? Like, it's this guy here. You know, it's like a lot of that. <laughs> and it's like, I remember growing up, I remember growing up, like, I don't know, watching a lot of YouTube. It seems like a lot of content creators would just like do something that's like, like just like, they're like playing a lot of like, I don't know, they're doing songs. Like, I don't know, Bo Burnham, yeah. for example. Yeah, yeah. When I, when I, when I, I forgot who he was and then like my friend told me to watch this thing mm -hmm. and then I, I put it on, I was like, this guy seems like a fucking OG YouTuber. Yep. I swear to God, like I just watch his videos and I'm just like, this like takes me back to like early 2000s watching YouTube that I find out, oh shit, yeah. he is an early yep. YouTuber. Yep. Like, up with it. That's why he gives me these vibes of just like, just so clever. So, so much like, I don't know, it's like a long video. It takes a lot of like, you know, I don't know, super, like a lot of talent, you mm -hmm. know, and I'm just seeing that. I'm just like, I feel like watching videos back in the day, it would just be so much. P people would just find videos that require, like if they're just talented and people would blow up for that. And now yep. it's just like, it's just so different now. It's just so different. And it's just, he, he just keeps evolving in such a different way. Yeah. It's strange. I don't know. <laughs> it's cool and it's strange. Like I... I dropped out of college because I saw how good Donald Glover and like Derek comedy was back in the day. And like, oh, yeah. he was creating these funny videos and I, I was like, yeah, I'm going to be like that. Like, I'm just going to do YouTube. I was, I was in school for theater. So, you know, that was a waste of my time and money, yeah. but I did it. And I dropped out because I'm like, yeah, you I really could just do just been this. Smosh like, box man. That's really what it been. Up I could have been smosh box man. <laughs> yeah. Like, Smosh is another like yeah. OG, you know, like you just they're just they just made videos because they're funny and talented. Yeah. And they got noticed for that, and it's 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 not that easy anymore. It's really just not. 
And just because you you got talent and you're funny and you can make videos doesn't mean, necessarily mean anyone's gonna fucking find no. your videos yeah. at all anymore. I think that yeah. I think that though, like I think some people get frustrated by that, right? Like it, it was oh, yeah. there was so many opportunities in the past and there was so much room and space for a new artist or a new person to come through and break through because there were just less of it. And now that there's more, it feels like it's much harder to get people's attention. But in a way, I'm yeah. like that's kind of the beautiful thing about it. It's like everybody moved in this direction and now the people who really care about what you're doing, they're the ones who are going to stick with you. Not just random people trying to like follow you through and just be like, oh, this is popular. I'm really cool for listening to it. It's like, no, now the people who really love your music are going to be the ones who like follow you everywhere. They come to the shows, they buy the shirts, they're talking to you, they're here in a Twitch stream. <laughs> so it's like, you know, yeah, it's those kinds great, of people. Man. Yeah, no, and like I guess there is a silver lining there for sure. Yeah, you got like your dedicated fans and people that really care about something you're doing and something that you're crafting, you know, and that's fucking awesome. Hey, listener, guess what? We got merch in our store, emosocialclub.com/slash/merch. You can check it out now. We got some tank tops for the summer. Uh, we got a new new metal logo, a new new metal logo. Go go go. And it's uh, it's kind of a 90s new metal vibe that also comes in a tank top. And we got a tank top that says sun's out, stay inside, which, you know, you're emo. You don't go out in the sun. It's bright and it's hot. Emosocialclub.com slash store. Check them out. Get them. All purchases go to help us just make more merch, get more cool stuff. You're helping us out. We're helping you out. Going off your sleeves. Going off your arms if you don't want sleeves. Check it out. Emosocialclub.com slash store. I did want to ask because with your new album that's forthcoming and kind of like looking over the themes that were in your last album, what kind of topics or themes are you able to cut? Like tell us that you are kind of like covering or like writing about in this upcoming album? Yeah. Um, I think that like generally it's still just like, you know, sad emo music, you know, like, I don't know. <laughs> sold. Uh, Million copies yeah, sold. <laughs> it's, um, I don't know. I think that it's just, um, uh, it's more so about like the like past, like kind of couple of years that I've like of my life really. And like, just like, uh, getting older and, um, I don't know, still struggling with a lot of mental health issues and like still struggling with, um, you know, just being alive <laughs> and like just going through the motions in life. And um, there's some more like kind of like sad love songs on the record. So I didn't really talk about a lot about that kind of stuff on the last record. So, so maybe I don't know people always love a good fucking, you know, songs about, you know, who, like love songs. Yeah. So stuff about like there. It's still sad. There's nothing like, oh, I'm like happy <laughs> or anything. <laughs> You're saying you didn't get happier during a pandemic. Really crazy. Uh, right? This was your time. <laughs> yeah, actually, one, one, one song on there, actually, the second second track, I think it is, on the record, actually, kind of, I wrote right in the, like, the, the lyrics I wrote, um, right in the middle of the pandemic, and it was kind of just, like, expressing how, like, fucking like how the world is pretty fucked i don't know like and how like a lot of my problems that i had i don't know seems like i don't know because everyone was fucking scared like i don't know it seemed like it kind of i was i was writing those lyrics in a point where like i felt like the world was gonna end you mm. know what i mean i don't know so that's kind of cool um i have a <laughs> song like like that it's kind of like the 
the topics, at least how I felt during the, those moments. Yeah. So I don't know. It's um, it's cool. I'm there's there's some songs on there though that like instrumentally, like I wrote pretty much like right around the time when I was writing the last record. Like there's some fucking old material on there. Like there's there's a riff that's like the last song on the record that I wrote when I was maybe like early twenties. Like, I don't know, there's some, there's some, there's some old content on there. So it's, it sounds like, you know, it's, it's a little bit more mature than the last record, maybe like a little less like blunt with my lyrics, but like, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's sonically sounds better. Like I was recorded. I went to an actual studio, I had an engineer like <laughs> makes a master it. So it sounds like fucking really cool. <laughs> I'm like, there's just, there was money put into it this time, you know, like, so, I don't know. It, I'm proud of it. It's sweet. And um, I just, I hope people listen to it and I hope people hear it. And like, I got to try to push it. And maybe it'll, uh, as long as I can get it to do better, even better, like even if one more person than the last record, like listens to it, this just did a little bit better. And then I'm happy. You know what I mean? yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited. Fucking pumped. I think I, I, we'll do one more question and then we'll do plugs a little bit but i do think that like uh the sad music side of it because like it changes over time and people want to listen to like sad music and then they want to listen to happy music and it kind of depends on a lot of external factors and obviously being stuck inside for a year and life changing for everybody is like gonna make probably more people want to listen to sad music i would assume uh so i certainly do think that like uh, and we talked about Bo Burnham and Inside and like all these these sort of influences of this pandemic. And we're kind of wondering if it's going to be like, does it stand the test of time? Is this something that people are going to feel for a long time? Is this something that like is going to stick around? I personally kind of think that it's going to. Like, I kind of oh, yeah. think that like this is going to be like for a while. If people are going to be like, I need sad music because fuck, man. <laughs> Oh yeah, but honestly, man, like it's—it seems like that's just been a, it's such a like I don't know. Just everyone needs their sad music. I don't yeah. know. Well, at least like I know that fans of Youth Fountain and just emo music—if it's sad, it makes them feel something. It's emotional. They'll tend to like it. But like I don't know. Sometimes I've seen artists that like have written a lot of sad music and then they kind of feel better in life and they write songs about being happy and a lot of people don't like it, so <laughs> it it's it's a thing i've yeah. seen it happen and i don't know sometimes i get a little bit like sometimes i get kind of worried about things like that where i'm like fuck well like if people like a lot of my sad stuff and it's like if i try to write songs about like you know being happy and stuff like that which i i've tried and i i just can't it's weird i like i've, I've tried to write happier songs and i just i just can't do it it's yeah. really weird but like makes me wonder it's like does being sad writing sad music like define me in a way it's kind of weird like, i don't know it's just like uh it's weird it's, <laughs> you know there's a couple different ways to think about that you could be like blink 182 or corn writing songs about how they were like losers in high school and it's like dude you're you're like 45 and you have kids like yeah why are you writing that like yeah exactly you're an adult it's now uh, yeah, I know. But like, I mean, at the same time, music and and the writing process can be like that catharsis. So if it's something that you're going through and experiencing, it's like through that uh, that vehicle that you kind of like get those thoughts out, those feelings out so that your life itself is not, you know, completely bogged down by all those yeah. things. Yeah, as, as, 
yeah i don't know i think i think like what you said as long as i can like separate like i'm able to be okay but when i when i do write songs it's like that part of me that is super sad and upset can can come out through through writing mm. but i can still like you know i can i can separate that and be like okay i'm sad here but in my <laughs> actual life i can try to be a little bit happier you know and try to not let that just define me and like <laughs> Imagine so, yeah. you go to the studio and you're just like, well, it's time to cry today. <laughs> Man, there's been times where I kind of felt that way, yeah. though, where I was like, yeah, like, I've, like even on, like, this record, I had some lyrics where I'm just like, I don't know, it makes me feel something. I mean, that's cool. I think that, to me, that's important, though, if I'm writing songs that, like, actually, you know, they mean something in the way, like, I don't know, they make even me feel something. Mm-hmm. I know that other people feel that way, because... I feel like people can can kind of define like identify when songs are kind of shallow and mm-hmm. they don't really mean anything. I don't know. Oh, it's yeah. like especially from I really believe that with this project, what really makes it stand out is like the the, the heart that mm-hmm. I put into it. And like if I kind of lose that, I think I would yeah. lose fans. Yeah, you know? they want the authenticity. 100%. They don't want something else that's just generic or yeah. like I think yeah. this is what the kids like. They like being sad, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that would kind yeah. of shine through. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, let's let you throw out some plugs where people can find uh, the band, you, the the music, yeah. the videos, all that kind of stuff. Uh, where can people find you on the internet? Yeah, I mean, you know, Instagram, Youth Fountain Music, TikTok now. Um, I'm sure all all, all of the, <laughs> all the young people that are TikTok people will want to want to see what I'm up to there. So. <laughs> I don't know. You look up Youth Fountain. I'm pretty sure it's just Youth Fountain or Youth Fountain Music. Um, and also Instagram, Youth Fountain Music. Uh, yeah, Facebook. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that those are the main ones. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Spotify and, and YouTube and all oh, that yeah. good stuff. And, yeah. and, of course, Spotify, Apple Music, all yeah. that good stuff. We actually listen <laughs> yeah. to music. Right. I'm always like. And, you, and YouTube. Right. See, it never ends. And Twitter. Yeah. I'm just yeah. like, well. I keep losing You're track. Like, why is there like, so many that are so relevant? <laughs> One of them has to die out. Natural selection. Oh, it just gets a little overwhelming. But yes, find find you found on YouTube, Apple Music, Spotify. You can actually listen to the tunes. And uh, yeah, like um, check back this fall for some new music. And I'm really I'm really excited for the next record. So uh, <laughs> I don't know. Get stoked. <laughs> yeah stoked get fucking stoked on it buddy yeah let's go well if you're listening let's get a let's get the newest single peace offering to a million Run listens up, by in monday the you can do it oh, the dream just get the it going dream. get it going one million yeah. streams on that single alone it's just one song oh. i think you can do it i think you can get it going okay Hell. i have faith yeah, in you all you uh <laughs> And obviously, yeah, follow on everything so you know when the new records dropping, the new singles, new yeah. new videos, new everything coming out. So you know, got to make sure you're there. Oh, and the yeah. tour, and go to the tour, of course. Yes, even if you're even if you're not in uh, Europe, yeah. still still go to the yeah. tour. in just, your heart. Just fly out. Yeah, fly out. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> How much are chick- tickets to Germany? Probably yeah deeper now. Well, actually, another thing I should plug is um we're gonna be having a live concert soon as well but probably around late summer as well so we got a whole like um live session that'll be available for purchasing so oh yeah i'm gonna take back for that because that that's super sweet too we got we played a bunch of new songs and some old ones that are favorites so yeah Uh, yeah that's another thing 
we get that too. One million downloads, one million views. Getting it, doing it. Uh, well, Tyler, this was so much fun. Uh, we're gonna yeah, we're gonna stick around for the Twitch audience and chat with some people over there uh, before Please. the pod recording. Yeah, yeah thank, thank you for joining us, and uh, yeah. yeah, can't wait to see you in Chicago. Yes, hopefully next year some sort of a U.S. tour. I'm yes. sure it'll happen. Absolutely, we'll be there. Thank you for checking out this episode of the Emo Social Club podcast. If you liked it, which I hope you did. You better uh, have fucking enjoyed it. Otherwise, that's really fake energy. How could you even not enjoy this one? Like, how could you actively not enjoy this one? Uh, please hit us with a like, hit us with a follow, hit us with a subscribe. Do the same for Youth Fountain. Uh, it's all very helpful and it's all very on you uh, to support us and to support the bands that you love support the people you love we hope you love us as much as we love you yeah if also not, pretty parasocial relationship and i don't really appreciate it oh my god <laughs> <laughs> also thank you so much to everyone who hangs out with us on twitch we hit um over 800 followers this past it. week and we forgot to mention it but we're super grateful um over at emosocialclub.com slash no emosocialclub.tv you did it too this time. I did it. I had a boo-boo the full <laughs> moment. Go and follow uh, us if you haven't. Hang out with us. We're still here doing DJ sets and our live streams and playing video games and just general nonsense. We'll be back next Monday with another episode of the Emo Social Club podcast. Uh, we just want to thank you again for being here, hanging out with us. And uh, from all of us here, from me and Lizzie and Brian. And I'm Lizzie. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Uh, the intro, the intro and outro stay loose. They say loosey goosey and they long stay recorded. Loose. I'm not flipping you off. Flipping my brother off.